Hey everyone, I'm Matthew. And I'm Ileana. Welcome to the Armory. This is a place where believers can be encouraged to live for Jesus and make disciples. We want to provide an arsenal of resources that help Christians to be bold in their faith. Our hope is that through this podcast, people will learn to love God's Word and abide in Christ. Thanks for joining. All right. Well, welcome to this week's episode of The Armory. Welcome. Believe it or not, this is take two. <laughs> take one was earlier. We got about two minutes in. We thought we could record this podcast while our son was napping, but he did not nap independently <laughs> of me. So anyway. He just likes to snuggle. Yeah. Sometimes actually. But we do have a life update. Life update. Before we get into our podcast today. Well, the take the take one that we did, Matt pretended to say we were pregnant, but that we are not. So I let's just get that. I did out not of actually way. say that. I said we have a baby. His name is Atticus. His name's Atticus. <laughs> so Atticus is doing great. He's gonna be seven months old tomorrow. Super exciting. But That's the life crazy. update is actually uh, you breeze right past our that fact that he's already seven I don't want to think old. about it. Because I just this month has been really fun with him and it's like my favorite one, I think. Yeah. Anyways. Our <laughs> life update is that both of us starting well, you kind of starting now, basically starting in June. Yeah. Have new jobs. Yep. You go. I'm first. going to be working on an oil rig for nine months <laughs> no, in um, the Gulf of Mexico. No, that job though I think um, is hard. Have you seen that movie where they do that? You know the BP oil spill. <laughs> um, we're going to do that again, part two. <laughs> I'm going to be part of the team that does that. Is laughing on the podcast too loud? Maybe I shouldn't. Laugh. I don't know. <laughs> okay. For anyway, real, though. for real, I ex- was offered, which is really cool. So as you guys know, I was doing like an internship residency at Mount Airy Bible Church this year part of my last requirements for Dallas Theological Seminary, and I'm done. And they decided to hire me. So I am now the assistant pastor here at Mount Airy Bible Church, which is very cool. It's very exciting. Lots of fun. And on top of that, I did graduate from DTS. Yeah, we just went to Dallas. It was so fun. Yeah. It was crazy. That's like another life update. First flight with baby. First week with me with baby without Matt here. Yeah, so before without you Pastor give... Pastor Matt here. Before, yeah, <laughs> before you give your life update, we should just talk about since you already brought it up oh. the week like okay you were here by yourself i left monday you left monday and you were here all day well okay so you were monday night tuesday night wednesday night thursday night and then part yeah, of the day technically Friday. your parents were in town thursday night but they were gotcha. like busy and they helped like put him to bed but other than that so it was, was like solo. four days where you were just single mom in it yeah plus the flight with praise the lord seriously that your parents were there for because I get stressed about flying myself, so to have a baby on top of it. Actually, to some extent, though, like, when you have a baby, it's like you have something else to take care of. So I had no time to be stressed about myself on the flight. Which just goes to show that stress is unnecessary in your life. Yeah, that's true. If you have no time for it when you're doing something more important, <laughs> yeah. you just realize you could just pop that out of there. Get yeah. it go, go away. Yeah, that's a longer conversation, but That is a longer conversation. We should unpack that later, as your dad would say. <laughs> Your dad so anyways, actually say that. it was a good week. We got to celebrate Matthew, which yeah. was super exciting. Huge. Well, the reason I was gone, I didn't just abandon my family. Let's be clear. I had to finish oh, my no. last week of class. I know oh, yeah. you. I know you know that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to finish my last week of class, so I was in class all day. So yeah, I was taking care of the baby. I was in class. Finally, Friday they get there, which was fun. I was like shocked. I heard Atticus did really well on the plane. You know, first time flying. Yeah, he did so good. So Ileana has flown with him one more time than I have because on the yeah. way back, 
which we Sunday afternoon or Sunday, you know, mid morning, we flew back and he yeah. did amazing on the way back. Literally had a had his bottle on the way up and then Slept fell the right asleep. Sleep. I literally yeah. literally did not move. I held him for two and a half hours. Yeah. He slept. My arm we was about scared. to fall. We were too off. scared to so transfer him to me because he was sleeping so good. The blood loss. <laughs> It's at an all-time high. Well, you were sacrificing because it was Mother's Day, so. The real sacrifice, though, was that Ileana was sitting next to the most un... <laughs> you can't say this. Of course I can. Unaware. Yeah, that's a good word. Person. Unaware. That I have met on an airline. And here's the thing. Not ever. I've met some unaware people. No, I, on the plane, really have tried... This kind of actually goes to what we're talking about today. This is like a super long life wow. update. And on a good a plane, segue, apparently. Well, I haven't shared <laughs> yeah, my did new you job. Share your Anyways, on the plane, I really try to like believe the best in people because it's a high-stress situation. You're traveling, especially like if you're traveling with kids. Some people enjoy the plane. But, like the person <laughs> she's sitting next your, to me. Yeah, she's having a grand old time. No, but... Let's, ex- let's just set the scene. Sh- no, stop. I just want to finish what I'm saying. <laughs> we can't um. even get through the story. Because here's the thing, I don't want to paint it in a picture where she's worse than what she was. The person next to the plane was like what Matt said, unaware. And usually, I'm like, I'm thinking everything's about me, right? So I'm thinking, this person's going to be so mad, they have to sit next to a baby, all of stuff. Like, it was like the complete opposite. Like, no, she didn't care about that. She didn't care. She had she the noise-canceling headphones yeah, on. noise-canceling headphones. She's a little bit... <laughs> noise-canceling blanket. She, yeah, she... She was larger. Than I'm, the average seat of an airplane. I can't have this conversation. <laughs> but she, oh, just, just, just tell you what it is. She was, she was, she was pretty big. She would not have wanted to be in the middle seat. Let's just say that. <laughs> and it's just, it's just a fact. There are some people on a plane who are bigger than others. I'll admit it. I'm not very comfortable on a plane. I'm. Listen, let's be vulnerable. <laughs> I'm overweight, and I know it. I'm trying to lose weight. I would. I'm not as comfortable in the airplane as I used to be. This lady was definitely not very comfortable. But here's the thing. This is why it was kind of really <laughs> I was just dying laughing. The thing that is was shocking to me. It wasn't it wasn't her where she sat, like the space she took up. It was the stuff she added to her space that had nothing to do with her size. That is what was crazy. So she had this pink giant pink blanket. And she threw it on herself while she was watching the show. And like half of it like flew on to Ileana basically. And the funny thing is, if that happens, normally someone's like, oh, I'm sorry. And she moves it away. She didn't do anything. And I, like, Ileana had to like <laughs> carefully push it away and like try not to be, be like really nice. And like I didn't say anything. You know, the nice thing to say probably would have been to like introduce myself when she got into the plane. <laughs> hey, my name is Ileana. Please <laughs> take your blanket off me. No, I just mean like usually like when people get onto the plane... I would probably, if somebody was sitting next to us, I would probably say something like, oh, where are you going? Headed home, whatever. Yeah. Like, Well, she was going back. to Baltimore because we were on the plane going to Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Let's right. just say it's nighttime when we're recording this and Matt's <laughs> remembering why I don't do well at night. Long story short, the plane was great. Atticus did great. Champion. Um, the person next to me was a little unaware, but <laughs> little have, unaware. we can talk about maybe in our podcast what I could have done to be more kind. Let's use her as an example. I was oh, talking maybe about she's myself. I was talking about myself. No, I mean like that situation. Okay. Share but your life update. This now. is my life update. So I have been working this year at the school as a guidance counselor, part time, pretty much every day. What I'm going to do now, starting in June, is I'm actually going to transition into working for the church 
as the church counselor um, yeah. for a couple days a week. So more part-time kind of than what I'm doing now. Well, it might end up being the same amount of hours. Anyway, that doesn't really matter. I'm going to be serving alongside Matthew in ministry, um, at least to this extent right now. We're three yeah. days a week doing be part-time, awesome. being able to meet with women of the church, do discipleship, do counseling, work with the other pastors, work under them, I should say. Um, and really, it's just a, it's really exciting to be able to use like all of my passion and desires, but not just passion, but like what I feel like the Lord has called me to do and be mm-hmm. in a place where I'm offered it. Um, the availability to serve in that way. So it's yeah. really exciting. I feel like our lives are like drastically changing and it's exciting. Yeah. It's pretty cool. The cool thing too is that now instead of being at work at the office five days a week and then being home on the weekend like you are now, mm-hmm. you're going to be home with Atticus more five days a week yeah. and being at work in the office only two days a week. Yeah, which is exciting. I think like there's just something about that that seems peaceful and being able to be with your kids more and yeah it'll be exciting and you know life of ministry i'm sure is going to have lots of changes for us and we're going to have to navigate that as a pastor and a pastor's life and um thankfully we have a lot of people like speaking into us um who have experienced this before and who have experienced this with kids so it's an exciting time but um maybe let's transition into what we're actually talking about so we've been going through a series or did you have more to say about our life update? No. So we've been talking about a series. We've been talking about the fruit of the spirit. Wait, actually, I do have one more thing to oh. say. Guys, they stopped serving honey roasted peanuts on Southwest flights. They've and that's just, that. oh, yes, they did. Okay, never since I've flown with them. How long have you been flying? Since I met you. <laughs> yeah. They used to serve honey roasted peanuts. My OGs oh, would really know. I really like oh, the snack pack they were so we good. with the Cheez-Its. And them. now they serve this... Abomination. No, it's good. It's like Chex Mix. Exactly. I don't like Chex Mix. Yeah, but you like all... I give you all my pretzels. Yeah, that's the only thing I like. But you... The honey roasted peanuts. I would like that, actually. Oh. I bet you you could probably find a bag of honey roasted peanuts from the, the Southwest logo on them on eBay. Are they like better probably than... Probably thousands of dollars. What? Are they it's better than regular honey roasted peanuts? Like the little yeah, peanut guy honey they are, peanuts? only because... It's like you're look like no one's like out out there hunting down a honey roasted peanuts. But oh, when, you're on the, when you're on an airplane and you're like, oh, the honey roasted peanuts are coming. But then they give you the trail mix. It's not with, trail mix. That's different because that has nothing. What did you it. say? Chex mix. Oh, Chex very mix. different. What's the difference? Trail mix is like oh nuts yeah, yeah, yeah. And fruit you're right. Chex mix is like what you Chex make mix here. Is like yeah, what I make. Trail mix is like good when you pull out <laughs> the M and M's. I don't and, you, even and like leave the everything else. Yeah. What you don't like the M and M's? No. We're changing the podcast topic. We're talking about heresy now. And <laughs> Eliana just committed the unpardonable sin. You don't like M&M's? What are you talking about? Not in Since when? <laughs> I like pretzel M&M's. Those are good. But you don't like pretzels. Yeah. So weird. But I just got honey mustard pretzels anyway, today. <laughs> that's true. What is wrong? Okay. Talk about <laughs> abomination. Those are the grossest things ever. Guys, someone sent us an email. Put, leave us a comment on Instagram. Or... If you're on Spotify, there's a new feature at the bottom what? of our podcast that comes that. with um, Spotify podcasts. You can ask us a question. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. I don't know how it comes through. Maybe we'll have to ask. I'll have to like do it to our own or podcast to test it. let's ask somebody to test it for us. I don't know if it comes through as an email or what, or how it comes through to us. Maybe it comes through our hosting channel. If you're- Either way, leave us, go onto that thing and ask us a question. And, but don't ask a question. Just tell us what's better. Ready? What is the thing you got? 
Honey, mustard, and onion pretzels. The or brand this thing that's probably only in Maryland, but it's goldfish from Goldfish. It's not this off-brand thing. Goldfish with Old Bay seasoning on it. On the bag, I'm looking at it. It says limited edition. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure. And if you haven't had it, it, you probably can tell what it tastes like if you've had Old Bay. If you haven't had Old Bay, then just probably need All of our OG listeners from Michigan... They're, you don't they're need missing that. out. No, they don't need it. Old Bay's good. Like Old Bay's good. How long is this intro been? It's 12 minutes. I try to segue us. And it, yeah, yeah, I think you misunderstand, though, what people love about the podcast. They love just us chatting, I think. Yeah, that's true. Doing a little bit of so I will let's, say We can transition. Well, I will say, if Go you're ahead. one of our OG listeners, I was going to call out some of their names, but I won't. If you are one of them, though, can you test that out for us on Spotify? Yeah, and true. Ask us a question and see if it works. I'm curious where what happens, how it works. Yeah, let's see. So this week. Maybe if at one point we realize it works well, we can do like a ask us a question on the podcast. Yeah, and really next week we that. will answer I've them. tried to do that, but nobody wants to ask us questions. I know. They don't like us. I've tried to say like, give us topics. Well, to be fair, we did that when we had like 10 followers on yeah, Instagram. Yeah, we have more now. So anyway, we are continuing our series on the fruit of the spirit. And since we've been in, in this 12-minute intro, let us remind you. We took a break last time too. We talked about our family. Oh, yeah, that's and true. Like, that was a great podcast. But... Let me remind us of the fruit of the Spirit and then which ones we're going to talk about today. Yay. So the fruit of the Spirit are found in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. And if you've been listening to our series at all, you've heard us talk a lot about, hey, these are fruit of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. These are not just things that come naturally to people. Just because you're a Christian doesn't make you automatically do all these things really well. Right. We need the Holy Spirit to do these things well. But Galatians 5, 22, 23 says this, but the fruit of the Spirit is... Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against their, such things there is no law. So today we're actually going to talk about two of them that yeah. are similar. They're not the same, but they're similar. We're going to talk about kindness and gentleness. Mm-hmm. Kindness and gentleness. Or you, we're gonna say I think it's good that we're going to put those together. We were kind of talking about this earlier. And kindness, um, like... I think they can be synonymous sometimes, like especially if you're talking to little kids, right? Like you can use the word gentle to describe how to be kind Um, or gentleness is like a kind thing to do, right? And so um, putting them together, hopefully maybe just helps create a picture of like this overall fruit of the spirit, right? And saying like, because all of these things are encompassed as one, we've been talking about them individually, but really the Lord is calling us to do all of these things together in one unification of the spirit in our life right is yeah. that the word unification one unification of the spirit that's not a word that's four words <laughs> it's five words so but all those be were like the words. right or to use that word one unified life right? can you use it in a sense <laughs> no anyways what i'm saying is I all of these you. all of these things that we've been talking about individually are classified under one fruit of the spirit so yeah. It makes sense that some of them would be interchangeable sometimes or synonymous. Yeah. And let's talk about we can talk Yeah, about so they're not the same exact thing. Right. But they can't be separated. Mm-hmm. Um, you said all of that way more succinctly than I just said. <laughs> That's what I was trying that to say. That is why I spent seven years studying <laughs> professional communication so I could do this one sentence. Um, no, but yeah, they can't be separated. So when you think, I think gentleness is something that's produced out of kindness. Maybe right. I could say that. Kindness isn't necessarily produced from gentleness. You will be kind when you're being gentle. And that kind of sounds like maybe like a yeah. weird, weird word. So maybe we can kind of break these down. When I think of kindness in scripture, I think of 
the most basic thing that we're called to do as believers is to be loving and to be kind. Mm-hmm. Um, and the cool thing about kindness, and it's, it's cool because it's how it works, it's kind of not cool because it's annoying. And you'll see what I mean by that in a second. There's never, ever, ever been an, a, a situation in anyone's life ever where they couldn't be kind. We always have the choice. Yeah, that's good to point. how we respond to things. And that's kind of like this with a lot of these fruit of the spirit, right? We can always be loving. Yeah. We can always be kind. And I think that is something that separates authentic followers of Jesus Christ. Ooh. By the way, all these fruits, but let's just talk about kindness. The real thing that separates cultural Christians from mm. followers of Jesus is their ability to be kind, to teach truth, love well. That's DTS. Just thinking yeah. about it. We just graduated from Dallas seminary that's their motto teach truth love well you can't not have the truth yeah. you have to have that but you also at the same exact time at the same gravity can't divorce it from being kind yeah that's preaching good. that in love and i think when people in the world run into people who call themselves christians or maybe they are christians mm-hmm. and they're bitter they're angry they're unkind they're mean to people that is the first we are almost, and this is sad, but this is just how it is. We're like the first line of defense for Christianity, right? Yeah. If someone sees me and they know I'm a Christian and I'm not kind, that immediately speaks to them about the Savior I worship. Now, it's not true, right? If I'm unkind, that's not a reflection of Jesus. That's a reflection of my poor heart yeah. as I'm misunderstanding. Really what it is is misunderstanding Jesus because if right. I understood him properly, I'd be kind. But that's our representation of Jesus to the world. And it's the, And it's the easiest thing to add to your life is kindness. It's also very, very hard. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's not a hard thing to do. It's not a hard thing to practice. You don't need anything. It doesn't cost any money. You don't need to go to a class. But man, is it hard to be kind to people. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Example oh, of the plane. Plane. <laughs> Yeah, no. That's interesting that you said like you don't need to go to a class. So part of what I was doing this year at the school was teaching um, the kids. And for a while, the class was called Social Emotional Learning. And then we switched it to Spiritual Growth. And You did? That's long. Did I know that? Oh, yeah, I, I did. Know. I feel like you did tell me that. But I basically, in that change. class was, yeah, it was good. But I, I was basically, what I was doing was saying, teaching them, okay, like, how, what can you do to be kind? So we talked a little bit about the fruit of the spirit, or we would talk about, like, what does the Lord actually call us to do? Why do we do any of these things? We do it because the Lord first does it to us, and he's mm-hmm. calling us to do it to others. And um, so it's funny that you said like, you don't really need a class to learn how to be kind. And that's kind of what I would tell like some of the older kids when I would teach them yeah. is like, I don't have to sit here like with the little kids. Okay. Or like, yeah, I mean, people... you are sitting there and you can say like a kind thing to do is to obey your parents when they ask you to help with cleaning the, like the kitchen. Right. How kind, how kind we have a book with Atticus that's called how kind anyways <laughs> should have read it but like with older kids I would often say like I don't need to sit here and tell you what's a kind thing to say to someone like you know how to be kind yeah no one is trying to think yeah. of something to say and go man I, I want to say the kind thing I just don't know what it is yeah but, it's not that you don't know what it is or, or you don't even know like necessarily how to do it but I think I think it actually goes back to like our feelings like we just don't feel like doing it and it's yeah. like harder to do that and so I was gonna say what I was saying earlier to you was kindness and gentleness for that matter are like it's not just the things you do but it's the things that you say and it's the things that you think about others too and so um we have the ability to change what we're thinking and we have the ability to have control of our emotions like especially as christians right Mm -hmm. with the help of the holy spirit which is what the fruit of the spirit is about 
And so if we don't feel like being kind, that's not an excuse. Like that's not a good enough answer to just say, why, like, why weren't you kind to your sister? Oh, well, I just didn't feel like it. Yeah. Right. Like there has to be something else that's motivating us and, or that's helping you. Like you have, you have the ability to do it. And so it's just making the choice to do the hard thing sometimes and do it. Mm -hmm. Which is why it's a fruit of the spirit. Right. Right. So two things about it, which is kind of cool. One, we need the Holy Spirit's help mm-hmm. in in being someone who is kind all the time, right? Yeah. It's not going to be easy. And at the same time, a fruit demonstrated through the believer's life because they are renewed and changed, one of the things that you will see in them is kindness. Yeah. Um, I'm. There are few things that I make, you know, it's not my call, right? It's not my, my place to judge if someone's saved or not. Right. Sometimes we talk about that with someone, maybe someone famous who claims to be a Christian. Oh, and we'll yeah. be like, I don't know if they're saved. And we know what we mean when we say that. Where's there's no fruit. Right. It's not obviously I'm not making a, um, a cosmological judgment on them. Yeah. Like they that's not my place <laughs> by any means. But one of the things that in my mind is the most disqualifying when I'm thinking, is that person actually saved? Is just their demeanor and their kindness and how they are with others. Mm-hmm. If someone claims to be a Christian and they are just mean-spirited and they're unkind, very quickly in my head I go, I don't know if I buy that. Because just it's yeah. not something that can really exist permanently or in my mind in a long season mm-hmm. in someone who's been radically transformed by Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay, this is interesting. I don't even know if you're going to remember this happened a little bit ago, like a couple weeks ago. Uh-uh, what did I do? Oh, no, not you. A couple <laughs> weeks ago on social media, we see an article that's posted about a professor from our undergrad. Oh, yeah. And it was less about the article. It was more about the comments that former Moody students were leaving. Um, and a lot of our friends, right, are leaving like these really encouraging comments and things like that. And... I point out one of the comments to Matt and um, somebody, I think, just saying, like, they're not a Christian anymore because of all these things that happened at Moody and blah, 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 blah. And there's, like, tons of these stories, right, in any Christian school, I'm sure. Sure. Um, But when I showed it to you, you are like, you know, now that I think about it, that was, like, he was really not a kind person. Like, that's not surprising to me that he is not a believer anymore or whatever. I can't remember exactly what you said. But it's interesting that you can almost trace back that, like, line of thinking in Mm. that person, right? Of saying, like, this person was really unkind in all these ways, even when we were younger. And now they are no longer identifying as a Christian because of yada, 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 right? And it's not to say that people can't change. Oh, of course not. There's so many people in my life that have gone from, I would say, struggling with being a kind person in general to really mm-hmm. like saying I need to work on that but that takes work like but that you, takes humility you just pointed out the difference struggle yeah there are people that claim to be Christians that do not struggle with kindness yeah, okay. they are just unkind yeah. when you but you're right when you struggling with something's different like this is part of we've talked about this before maybe on the podcast maybe I've just told it to so many other people so if this is now becoming public on the podcast the first time that's fine my old I used to struggle heavily with pornography before. I actually don't Eliana. think we talked about that. Maybe I did. Maybe maybe that's news to people. Mm-hmm. And anyone who's listening who knows me, though, that's part of my testimony. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know where I was going with that. You're what were we just talking about? about? Kindness. <laughs> yeah. Struggling. Oh, struggle, struggle. Struggling. I used to tell people. Oh yes. In yes, the yes. past, I used to tell people 
when I was sharing my testimony that I struggled with pornography. It wasn't only to the last couple of years where I yeah. started telling people it was not a struggle. It was something I fed yeah. into. A struggle is when you're actually wrestling with it. Right. You're trying to defeat it. That wasn't the case for me at that time in my life. So same thing with kindness. And you pointed it out perfectly. People who are struggling with that, that's great. We're glad, not that you're in a struggle, but that you're wrestling with the mm -hmm. fact that maybe you realize, hey, I'm not kind, but I should be because Christ is, lives in me. I'm a new creation right. and I'm called to do something else. And we can call on the Holy Spirit to help us do that. And that's something God wants for us, which is the coolest right. thing. He doesn't want to leave us in a place where we're wallowing in unkindness and despair and right. mean-spiritedness. Well, and let's go back to the example you just used of yourself too, right? Like what I was saying. That takes humility and that takes work and it takes just making the choice to do it, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think you just woke up one day and you were like, okay, I'm free of this. I'm no exactly longer struggling with it. No. <laughs> I'm no. no longer struggling with it. Like I've defeated it, right? Like that takes humility and it takes work to say like, here's what I'm going to do because I know it's what God calls of me. Not necessarily because I want to do it or because it's the easy thing to do. Mm -hmm. I was just talking to one of my friends the other day saying like, just because we know something's the right thing to do doesn't mean we want to do it, right? Yeah. Like, but it still can be okay that we're doing that because we know it's the right thing to do. Like, yeah. The Lord doesn't call us to do things once we want to do it. The Lord calls us to do <laughs> things. And then eventually our desires, when it's talking about in scripture, how we are praying. Um, oh gosh, what am I saying? I don't even know the reference, but saying like the Lord gives you the desires of your heart. What's really happening is you are becoming more like Christ and your desires are aligning to what God's word is saying. Yeah. Not he's actually giving you everything you want. Yeah. <laughs> like your desires are becoming more like what Christ actually wants for you. So yeah. you know it's the right thing to do to be kind and be gentle towards others. And eventually your desires, this is firmly what I believe, eventually your desires will be to be kind and gentle to others because you know it's what the Lord is calling of you and you've seen the fruit of that in your life. Yeah. Not necessarily word. you wake up one day and you just want to do that. Yeah. So when I think about kind of we talked about we're talking about kindness but also gentleness mm -hmm. i think gentleness is something that comes from kindness and what i mean by that is you can't be gentle before you learn to be kind i think gentleness is a different it's like almost like a different level of kindness um you're speaking really gently speaking when you say this. very gently so mm -hmm. one of the only time the only time in scripture where jesus describes himself with oh, an yeah. attribute. I'm not saying how he talks about, like, I am the door, or I am the good shepherd, but an attribute. He doesn't say, I am love. He doesn't say, I am peace. And we know he's loving, and we know he's peaceful because of how he acts and how he lives and how he showed us that. But he says, I am gentle and lowly at heart. Um, and I think there's like, some significance in understanding that, that that's how Jesus, that's how our Savior described himself, as gentle and humble, gentle and lowly. Read the book. Yeah, there's a great book. Resources. Yeah, I'll put it in our I'll put it in the resource I think we've list. Talked about it before. I'm sure we have, but Gentle and Lowly. I think it's Dane Ortland. Um, there's a couple Ortlands. I'm pretty sure it's Dane that wrote this one. I don't know. He's not listening, so I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> but I will put the proper name in the show notes. But there's something about gentleness. And I think that takes another level of of learning. It's one thing for me to do something kind, right? Let's just use us for example. It would be kind of me to, let's use an example from today. You, and this sounds like I'm patting myself on the back, but it's not, obviously. 
people will understand in a second. You spend the whole day with Atticus. Oh, yeah. So when he wasn't going to sleep for his nap, you were going to go in there and hold him for 45 minutes. And I was like, oh, let me do that. Mm-hmm. You've had him all day. That's me being kind. Gentleness is something else. When I think of gentleness, one of the things I think of is how we relate to others. I was going to say that, yeah. Oh, great. What are you going to say about it? Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, like, gentleness is more shown, I think, relationally, like, in a deeper level than kindness is. I can be kind to a homeless person I see on the street. Yeah. Not that I can't be gentle with them either, but gentleness, I think, expresses itself more in those deeper connections, like, where you have an opportunity to be angry with someone, and instead you're choosing gentleness. So, like, if you know that you're someone who's, especially I'm thinking, like, marriage, Or like roommates too, I guess. Like I'm thinking of times in college. Like if you're someone who's naturally aggravated by things or maybe you get angry easily, like you have an ability to express gentleness in a different way with the people that you're closer with relationally um, than you do to other people just because of your proximity, just because of how much you know each other. Um, And so I think it's a deeper like relational thing that kindness doesn't necessarily get at the heart of. Yeah, and I think gentleness is something that is key for anyone who wants to minister to people well. Yeah, And what I mean by that is not people who desire vocational ministry or Mm full-time ministry. What I mean by that is anyone who wants to be an effective Christian, they need to learn gentleness. Yeah. doesn't mean they have it. So here's an example. It requires, to do this well, it requires gentleness to come alongside someone in suffering mm-hmm. and sit with them in that pain yeah. and just say, hey, <laughs> this is this is the worst thing ever, and I'm so sorry. I could be kind to them. I could have bought them flowers, right? I could have okay. texted them and said, hey, I'm so sorry I'm praying for you. That's kind. And that's not. there's nothing wrong with that at all. But not everyone who is kind has the skill to really sympathize with someone mm-hmm. or empathize with them and sit down with them and be gentle. Or if someone's walking through a situation that's really dicey, it's really it's really delicate. Like if they they need advice on something, and if they go too far one way, right. this will happen. Go too far one way, it takes a level of gentleness for someone to come in and say, "Okay, well, let's just be calm about this. Yeah. Let's sit down and let's think this through." Um, I think when I think of gentleness, the first thing that comes to mind is think before you speak. Mm-hmm. When we talk about that phrase, like that is something that comes into the gentleness category. Like you are being very intentional with your thoughts. You're being very intentional with your desires. You're being very intentional with what you say and how others could respond. Mm -hmm. That's gentleness. And I think this takes a level of self-awareness, but also like the awareness of other people. And I think you hit the nail on the head when you said like empathizing with others, right? I think some people are just better gifted at that than others. Mm -hmm. I would say I have the ability to be a really good listener. But I've had to cultivate in myself being gentle in those situations. I like listening to people. Like, I think I'm gifted at that. But there are things I've had to do and teach myself, especially in the counseling room, to say, like, Ileana, your goal right now is to be gentle and express Christ's love to this person. And how can you do that in the best way? You can do that by being gentle. So I think if we could, like, um, not that we have to end up podcast, but I think if we could say some things, at least I have some things, maybe you don't, of... How, because you said, right, we don't really need to be taught how to be kind, but what are some things that we can do, especially with gentleness, where we can tell ourselves, like, remind ourselves of certain things in order to express that gentleness to others? Hmm. I can go if you don't. <laughs> I just kind well, of came up with this. Right? The first thing that comes to mind, and I think this is maybe falls 
this falls into the gentleness category because it's like, hey, we're taking our thoughts captive and we're being very intentional with how we approach something. Mm -hmm. And I go back to that. um, I always get these confused. Is it an acrostic where it's like... An acronym? No, an acronym is like... Fake is what you're talking about, right? I am. I think it's an acronym. What's an acrostic? A poem. Oh, wait, no, no, it is a acrostic. An acronym is like... BMI. Oh, no, you're right. This is an acrostic, I guess. Or like IBM. Well, why don't we say what it is and then people can answer into questions. Anyway, what it think. Is. If you write it down Every, vertically. Most people, most people know this. I don't I don't know if that's true. Oh, I've, I have shared that with so many people who oh. have no idea. It's on a lot of the school classrooms here. They use some different words, but. The posters, you mean, that no one read when they were in school? <laughs> yeah. You can explain it because I always mix them up. Think. This is what I think of when I think of living gentleness out intentionally yeah. i think of this acrostic or acronym whatever it is think so t stands, stands for, for true g- give me a t Matt's true. doing hand motions. so go through the whole thing okay true before that what? you're thinking in a situation oh in a situation is, it, is this oh is yeah. the thing i'm about to say yeah, Sorry, we're talking about, yeah i'm talking about <laughs> using your words you're being gentle you're being you're taking your thoughts captive you're saying hey before I say something, I need to think before I speak. Yeah. So is it, is it true? true? Is it honorable? Is mm-hmm. it inflammatory? Is it necessary? Or is it kind? Boom. The little kids just say like true, necessary, and kind. But like, so true, obviously, if something's not true, you don't want to say it. Yeah. Honorable is what I'm going to say be going to be honoring to the Lord or honoring to the other person. Mm-hmm. Necessary. This is where often I'm like. You missed one. I missed one. You're right. I. Inflammatory. Okay, so inflammatory. If something's inflamed, right? That's where that word comes from. It's swollen. It's swollen. To say something inflammatory is to say something intentionally knowing it's going to annoy or aggravate the other person. Yeah. Um, marriage. Okay. You have the ability. I see this all the time. And we haven't even been married that long. <laughs> but all the time I hear women who are like, oh, my husband did this this morning and I'm just going to send him this text or I'm going to do this thing because I know it will bother him. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, in, that's in, called in being inflammatory. Yeah, there is You're another saying, word for that. It's sin. Well, all of, yeah, all of it would be <laughs> sin, right? Lying. Yeah, yeah. okay. So, <laughs> inflammatory. Necessary. This is often where I back off. Just because something is not necessary doesn't necessarily mean you don't need to say it, right? Like, at the end of our day when I'm talking to you, we're married, so... There are going to be things that I just want to talk about. Sure. Not that it's always necessary or super beneficial, but that's life. We get to do that. We're married yeah. to each other. We get to talk about fun things. This is a different context too, yeah. though. Like if I'm trying to, let's just, let's just use an example that's just not true so that it's not inflammatory. Okay. <laughs> let's just say you cook something that was gross, which you haven't. You're a really good cook, right? Yeah. And I'm like, this is not good. There's a way, versus off, let's just say I wanted to communicate that to you. Yeah. There's other things maybe, let's say there's, you, you undercooked something, yeah. but you also burnt this, did this, and overseasoned this. Maybe if I was like, hey, you asked me, how's the meal? I said, oh, you know, it wasn't, I didn't like it. It wasn't the best. It would be a not, it probably wouldn't be necessary for me to add insult to injury and go, let me tell you everything that I thought was wrong. And I just went through this <laughs> yeah. list. You probably just get, you already were defeated because you obviously wanted me to like what you made. And I just went, boom, boom, boom. That's probably more of an example in yeah, this context good. of necessary. But I agree with you. I like when we talk about things that are just meaningless. Yeah. So necessary. Like the first 12 minutes of this podcast. 
And the last one, kind. So, kind. And I think that frame set when you when you think about what you're gonna say mm-hmm. and how you're gonna act around people through that, I think that's practicing gentleness in a situation. Yeah. So that's my example. I so don't have any. So write others. that out. No, that's okay. <laughs> write that out. Maybe I'll post about that on our social media. Yeah. Just an outline of what that looks like, and you guys can write it out on a sticky note or something. Yeah. Anyways, so what I was thinking of is a time in my life, and maybe I've shared this before in college, where I was just like always believing the worst about people. Um, I always, and this is a pride thing, right? You always like think people are out to get you or they're talking about you or they're thinking about you. Mm-hmm. I had a couple times where I w- had a couple like friendships or relationships where it seemed like everybody in the small college was like talking about me or saying things about me. And I really just had to stop myself and say, like, I have to believe the best about people. And so I would pray in the morning, God, like, help me to see others the way you see them right now. And I think when you start viewing people as, like, okay, how does the Lord view this person? And can I believe the best of them? Like, can I believe that they're not out to get me or they don't hate me or these things? Like, that already breaks down a barrier that you have in your own pride to say okay I can be kind and I can be gentle to this person even if maybe in your own heart in your own selfishness like you want to be inflammatory or you don't want to see them succeed or whatever I'm making this more drastic than it was for me but like in itself like in yourself you have to ask for the Lord to help Mm -hmm. you and see like okay how does the Lord actually view this person because I mean, at the end of the day, like, if you really want to be gentle and kind to someone, you're doing that because they were created by the Lord. Yeah. And because they're his creation, and you were called to do that. Yeah. All of these fruit, as Christians, we should display only because they've been displayed perfectly to us through Jesus. Yeah. And that should be enough. Yeah, that's Um, true. I'll leave it at that. nothing else necessary (laughs) no but that's good i think like those things of thinking through it is it true honorable inflammatory necessary or kind um how does the lord view this person like Mm -hmm. can't i need to believe the best in these people yeah um and really like you said just focusing on this is from the holy spirit this is like something the lord is calling me to do and even if i don't feel like it sometimes i just have to make the choice to to do it anyway yeah. And wait until my emotions line up with what I'm called to do. Yeah, I think kindness and gentleness require a certain level of emotional intelligence. Yeah, me too. Um, I know plenty of very smart people mm-hmm. with very high emotional or with very high you know, intellectual quotient. They're very smart, mm-hmm. high IQ, that are not very kind. Yeah. Um, maybe they don't even realize it. They're definitely not gentle yeah. people. I think it requires an understanding of your emotions and the emotions of others. I had to have a conversation with someone in college about that, and that was a really hard conversation to have. Somebody who had known they had upset me, and they were kind of asking, like, hey, like, I know I upset you. Like, can you forgive me? But then they asked for, like, help. Like, so that I don't do this again, like, what do you you think, like, was the actual problem? And I had to tell that person, like, I don't think you were very sincere of other people's emotions or your own. And saying that is a really hard thing to do, but I would say for a challenge this week, unless Matt has another one. I do not. Go for it. For a challenge this week, ask somebody in your life who knows you, how do you feel like I am at being gentle towards you or towards the people that are close in my life and kind to others? Like, um, Because I think 
we might actually be surprised by what people say. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, maybe not, but anyways, that's all I got. Yeah, that's a good, it's a good word. Let me end with this. We used to do this. We don't, we didn't, we don't do this as much. It's kind of like a benediction, if you will. Um, it's from Ephesians 4.32. It's just very, really simple. If you're going to commit a verse to memory, this is a great one. It says, be kind to one another, tender hearted, mm. which I believe is gentleness. You can you could almost sub that in there. Forgiving one another, just as God and Christ forgave you. Mm. So we're going to leave you guys with that. We're excited to keep doing this podcast. We look forward to continue it soon, and we will see you in a couple weeks. And thanks for listening to Super Long Episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.